0: Ahoy, legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy, legend! Welcome to another episode of the Team Buffalo podcast. I'm your host, Travis Thomas. Today we're talking about authenticity, but not in the cheesy kind of all the leadership models have told us for XYZ years that we need to be more authentic. No. Yes, authenticity is a power leadership tool, Yes, the research points to that being a powerful leadership tool and theory and framework and point of reference, but there's a problem. And I think the problem is the thing that we really haven't spent enough time talking about it, and I call it the authenticity farce. It's this thing that I'm going to explain to you in a moment, but I think it's interesting because you know, even now, when I meet with a number of leaders, we start that coaching thing, and they're kind of torn. There's this tear that you see happening between... This emotional intelligence and being self aware and understanding what their own emotions are in this process of leading people. And then this kind of segmentation, which leads to conflict of, well, I thought leaders are supposed to be strong and tough and not really lean into these emotions and understand that we have to bottle these up or deal with them. And so they end up in a place that's incongruent. And then there's this farce of, well, either I have to be super authentic, so I tell people all the time everything about anything they could possibly learn, or I withhold information. I feel like I'm not living the best leader's life that I should because the research says I should be authentic. That's a real problem and possibly something you've dealt with. And if you're not a leader and you're listening to this anyways, even in the modern workplace, we've kind of got this tension between people who we think overshare and are doing too much and telling too much and not really guarding some of the things they probably shouldn't be sharing with The people who are really bottled up, reserved, don't give you anything. You don't really know who they are. You know the version of themselves that they give you, but you don't really know who they are outside the workplace and how they interact in certain situations. It hasn't been tested. So what do you do? And this is where I call it the authenticity farce. It's this idea that In order to be an authentic leader, you need to share everything or you need to hold a bunch of things and be incongruent behavior wise. And I think the answer to this is a little bit more nuanced than people actually consider. The nuanced bit around this is how do you get to a version of yourself that allows you to be as authentic, as useful and appropriate while understanding that no, you should not share everything all the time. And so some people go, I don't believe that. I think we should be radically transparent. I said, oh, interesting. We're talking about two different things, right? Authentic and transparent are not the same thing. I can be authentic in that, yes, I really care about the people around me. And yes, I want them to have the best possible experience. And yes, I want everyone to be okay and safe and everything else. But transparency is me sharing the degree of which those things might or might not be true. So for example, I might authentically care and be interested in the development and careers of the people around me. But we might be going through a restructure and I can't share that information. Why? Because it would do more harm than good if I shared a work in progress, which I didn't even know the answer to. But if I do the whole radical transparency thing and I share everything all the time with people, it creates chaos. And if you're a certain new leader or if you're new to a role or if you haven't done this before, to say to your team, I don't really know. Um, we're working it out. Yeah, it might have some implications to your job, but you know, it'll be fine. Like, well, maybe it won't be fine, but I don't know. I'm just telling you where we're at. That's incredibly damaging. Because what do we have to do as humans if we find that there's a threat to our safety, to our job, to our well being, to our team, whatever it is? We have to react. We have to do something. We have to go, fuck, this. I'm not staying in this environment. You can't promise me that if I turn up every day and do the high performing stuff I've been doing, that I'll even be here after this restructure. Now, so the fallacy around that really is this notion of we have to tell people everything or we're being inauthentic. No, that's a transparency trap. The fallacy comes in in believing that those two are the same. Now, the second part of this fallacy, because it's not just that, that's the main one. The other bit, which I have been coaching a fair bit on, is this incongruence around who I am today as a leader and who I think I will be in X number of years. And so today, do I share the version of myself that's not perfect or not even close to perfect, maybe not even performing? Do I share that version or do I hold back and I go, mm, I'd want to tell them, but I don't know. They might not They, they might not be ready for it. So there's a really good classic example of this as you take on a new role, right? For ex- you, you get promoted to middle manager. Maybe you've always been a frontline leader. You get promoted to middle manager. And one of the first things you say to your team is, "But guys, you know, I'm, I'm new to the role. I'm happy to work with all of you. I've heard really great things. I hope you'll just trust that I'm probably going to make some mistakes, and I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but I'm sure I'll figure it out." Jeez, I'm, I'm following you. You're a leader. I'm meant to trust that you're going to get us there in the end. I'm not talking about battalions and leading war and armies, right? We're talking about. Well, even the day-to-day operation of maybe a leisure center or a movie theater or anything or a a mid-level corporate, any of those areas, people are going to go, how'd you get that job if you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't know what you're doing, figure it out and work through that. Work with a coach, work with your boss, work with whoever appointed you or can support you in that through mentoring, whatever it might be. But do not walk around telling people, I'm going to be authentic and that means me telling you everything because even if I'm not ready, you're going to know. It's so damaging, and I can promise you that will not work out the way you want. So instead, I think what's useful is to say, "Hey, you know, in this area, I, you know, I really feel confident I've got it, but I just want to check because you're the expert who work, you know, someone who works underneath you. You're the expert. I just want to get your opinion on it and make sure we've got this right. You know, tapping into your team's knowledge. Yes, don't be, oh, I've got to step into. I must know everything. That's wrong too. Instead, go. Well, I'm going to behave as if I can figure it out. And when I can't, I will tap on the right people to get that help. But I will never stand up and go, hey, I don't know how to do all these things. I hope you still follow me. Thanks. Look, who's going to sign on for that? Would you sign on for that? No way. And I see that a lot with executives where they go, well, I've only ever worked in maybe utilities, right? And I'm now hopping to not for profit. I don't know a lot of things. So I'm going to tell the team I don't know. Don't do it. Instead, say, look, I come from a really strong background where I understand commercial discipline. I understand how to engage with stakeholders. All the things you do know that are transferable, obviously, that's why you got the role. If you completely had no idea, you're probably not going to get the role. But even if you did, you got all these transferable skills. You need to be saying, all right, I understand all these things. Where I will be tapping into you as a team is to just make sure we're on the right track with you know, uh, fundraising or whatever it might be in that not-for-profit sector. So that's more what we're looking for. And then the last fallacy around so this is the third one the last fallacy around authentic leadership is that it's okay for me to be moody does that make sense moody so i'm going to share if i'm pissed off i'm going to tell you i'm pissed off if you make me upset you're going to know i'm upset because that's authentic i should tell you when you've upset me no you don't get to walk around angry They're part of the premium for what you get as a leader and part of the additional outcomes and part of the KPIs or bonuses or additional pay or whatever it is that you get as a result of being a leader, not to mention the kind of honor and responsibility of leading a team doesn't mean you also get to be grumpy and moody. And I see this with leaders. They go, it's good to show them rage. It makes them know that I'm in charge, that you're you're off your head. That's not effective leadership for one. And for two, it makes you look like you don't have your stuff together. Would you follow someone or stick around to a boss who's volatile? I call that volatility. It's not authenticity. It's volatility. It's, mm, I don't like what you said there. I'm going to let you know I don't like it. I'm going to be quite public about it. or I'm going to cross my arms and get, sorry, cross my arms and get super grumpy here and just tell you I'm pissed off and I don't like it. No, it's not ineffective. And if you can't control your emotions... Who are you to coach me and lead me and help me develop? You can't even get your own stuff together. What's wrong with you? And I see it. I've seen fiery mid-managers, senior leaders, executives. They just go, you know, it's okay. I'm being authentic. No, you don't get a pass for being a jerk or for not being able to control your emotions. Emotional intelligence, the first level of self-awareness. I'm aware of the emotions I have. Like, oh, I'm aware. Level two of the competencies, there's four. Level two is that I can manage my own emotions. So something might trigger fear or make me angry, but I'm not going to then impose that on someone else. I'm going to go, hold on, I need to go deal with this. Uh, Team, look, I need to process what we've just spoken about here. Um, Let's wrap up this conversation here. I'll go away and come back to you. Now, I might go off somewhere else and be really pissed off and have to deal with all that. That's fine, but I'm not gonna show that. I'm not gonna go, how dare you, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna come. No, you don't get to do that. It's not part of it. So I want you to understand the difference between being aware of your emotions and authentically dealing with them internally and recognizing where they're coming from and working through them and sharing, you know, if something terrible has happened to you or you've had a loss or whatever. of course, share those things. But that's different than volatility and understanding that just because someone makes you feel volatile or threatened or fearful doesn't mean you get to react or act back to that person. So the point of this was not to be preachy. The point of this co- this conversation was really to unpick this false narrative and what I call the authenticity fallacy. It's this idea that you know, I have to either tell people I don't know what I'm doing, I have to volatile my emotions, or I have to confuse authenticity with transparency. And all of those are really dangerous places to be in, and they will not set you up for success. And even if your team somehow buys into it, the person above you who hired you or counts on you, or the board around them or the stakeholders are going to go, this person is not fit to make their way up this organization. I can't have someone around me who is just unpredictable and erratic or just lets their emotions take them like a wave. It's, it's not the way we do it. It's not the way good leadership happens. So I want you to go away today and just really unpick if you're battling with authenticity, whether it's because you're trying to figure out how transparent to be with the kind of global talent shortages and everything that's going on in the recession and blah, blah, blah or whether it's the volatility of your emotions or whatever it might be. I want you to go away and reflect, am I being authentic? Do I understand what that means? And how am I managing myself and effectively tapping into my team's skills and motivation to get us the best possible outcomes? Thanks for tuning in today. so great to have you in for another daily episode of The Leadership Question. I've been your host, Travis Thomas, and I look forward to seeing you in tomorrow's episode. Keep being amazing.